So something definitely happened yesterday in Ottawa. The um, finance minister stood up in her $109 shoes in the house and delivered the budget. And it's not really easy. I mean, you got to go compartment by compartment in this budget. You can't. It doesn't really have a grand narrative to it. It has a dental plan. It has a green plan. Uh, it doesn't have a pathway to balance. But it's not an easy budget to unpack, which is why we turn to our expert. Uh, Vashi Capellos joins us, host of the Vashi Capellos Show. Good morning. Nice to have you back. Good morning. No one has ever called me that, so I'll take it. <laughs> All right. How do you frame this particular budget? You've had more chance than an awful lot of people to really chew through it. I think the point that you make about there not being one dominant narrative is actually com- completely accurate. I think it's exactly what they telegraphed it would be. There was basically hardly anything that they hadn't leaked to the press in advance that ended up being in this document. And it was this kind of like three-part thing, uh, you know, measures that they would characterize as addressing affordability, health care, which we already knew the details of, and then the response to the IRA, which was where I think the, the meat of what we found out yesterday lay. Okay, so let's hit on a couple of the big points. One of them would be there's a fairly sizable, if I'm understanding it correctly, hike for people who make over $300,000. And I don't imagine there's a lot of sympathy for people who make over $300,000. No, probably not. That's sort of one of the the ways in which they are justifying the amount of overall new spending. It's $70 billion in new spending that they announced. And remember, that's against the context of or against the backdrop of them saying this is going to be a budget where we exercise fiscal restraint. Um, it, it's a lot of new spending, and it's uh, sort of justified in a way through a measures of cuts and tax hikes. And one of them you mentioned there, uh, there's a couple other. There's like a, a minimum tax rate that they had promised that they're, they're changing as well. Um, in a couple of loopholes that they had promised that they will make good on. I, I will say, like, in the past, they have done a, a few things like this in previous budgets that hasn't always materialized right away. So that's something to keep our eye on. The second half of how they're justifying that spending, though, is actually through, um, you know, government review, like reducing spending in the public sector by 3% um, in finding, you know, efficiencies in outsourcing. So they're kind of reducing the amount of outsourcing that they're doing. Both of those, I think it's important to note, though, are things that massively grew under the la- under this government in the last eight years. So, you know, you've, got, you've seen outsourcing go from around $8 billion to $21 billion, and the public service has grown by 28%. Um, so if those cuts are realized, I think they're somewhere in the neighborhood of $12 to $13 billion. Okay, but, but also that's by like 2027. Okay, so uh, the dental care program is a hallmark thing. I was looking at the figure yesterday. I think it was seven point seven million or billion, but that is actually how much more the program needs. Yeah. If I'm looking at the bottom line, it's a thirteen billion dollar annual program. Yes, and it was estimated to be six billion dollars. And this is, um, you know, there's a sort of political part to all of this as well, right? This is one of the two things that the government did in this budget to satisfy the NDP. Uh, which immediately guaranteed that they would survive this budget, uh, the vote when it, when it happens, because it would be a confidence vote, and that they would remain in government. So the NDP, in their supply and confidence agreement, which is a year old exactly right now, uh, detailed, you know, here's a few things, you know, here's a list of things that we want to see happen. One of the most detailed ones was around dental care. And they basically took what they proposed in the last election and they inserted it in this agreement, and so that's what the government is kind of making good on in this budget. 
but it is, as you point out, a lot more expensive than originally anticipated. $13 billion is not a small line item at all. Um, you know, the justification from the NDP's perspective is around actually making dental care accessible for a lot of people who don't have insurance, right? Um, so it's it's an understandable thing to do, but at the same time, at a point where the government has correctly said we shouldn't be throwing excess oil on the fire when we're in such a high inflationary environment, it's interesting that something like this wasn't, you know, pushed to, to, to years that were a little later out. And Vashi, when Justin Trudeau was elected, he said three years of modest deficit. Here we are in 2023 <laughs> and nothing in the budget indicates even an idea of balance. No. And what's so fascinating I found is that I, you're absolutely right. In 2015, they were like, here's just that, you know, we're never going beyond the Big Ten. And th that was blown out of the water very quickly. What, what became also fascinating was that they just abandoned a path back to balance, right? Like normally in a, look at all the provincial budgets that are tabled, right? You, you know, from left-wing ones to right-wing ones, eventually within five, six years, you see some sort of charted path back towards balance. Last year in the fall economic statement was the first time that the government actually charted that. They had see foreseen five years out from where they were forecasting a surplus, actually. That surplus has now evaporated. And to be fair to them, I mean, part of the reason is because the economy is stagnating. So they're looking at, you know, close to $6 billion less of revenue a year. But they also didn't really constrain spending uh, to, to match that in any way. And so um, as a result, they've now, you know, the, the br their brief dalliance with, uh, with balanced budgets is, is now once again over. <laughs> and there's not even... You know, they basically abandoned charting any path back. They will contend, look, we're focused on debt to GDP. That's our fiscal anchor. But even that next year is going up. Eventually, yes, their, their projections show it going down. But next year, that isn't the case. So I think I think they're on. I mean, it, it depends how valuable politically it is to them. But I do think they're on a bit of shaky ground uh, when they insist that this is you know a budget all about fiscal responsibility. Fashi, thanks so much. I know you're going to have a great show at noon today. Well, thanks, John. I appreciate it. Vashi Capellos from the Vashi Capellos Show and Question Period.